Hey everyone, welcome back to the Data Blitz podcast. I'm Noel. And I'm Brendan. All right, third time's a charm. Got it to record this time. Uh, so we are coming to you with a recap of the divisional round uh, through a dynasty lens. Um, so we got a lot of games to talk about, you know, a few good ones, a few kind of more blowouty games. Um, let's just jump right into it. Yeah, first game, um, we saw Baltimore beat Houston pretty easily, I'd say. Um, the Ravens kind of turned it on in the second half and just didn't let Houston do anything, and their offense just had enough opportunities to score points. Um, I think we were talking about in the betting episode that we had the Texans because every time, well, at least I, I had the Texans. I had the Texans because... Um, I, I rooted against them all year long and obviously I got burned the one time I went to the Texans. So, um, (laughs) what were your thoughts on how this game played out? I think defensively the Texans were very outmatched. Um, I don't think CJ Stroud has anything to do with the loss here. He was, you know, average 9.2 yards per completion. Um, was pretty solid all day with no turnovers. And that's about as good as you can expect. Um, him and Nico Collins had a pretty good connection going all afternoon. Nico ended up with 68 yards on five receptions. Uh, but, you know, on the other side of the ball, Lamar Jackson ran for two touchdowns and passed for two touchdowns. He had 100 yards rushing. Um and there's not much that CJ Stroud can do when his team is kind of hemorrhaging points like that. I think the Texans probably take a big step up next year defensively, uh, you know, with Will Anderson in his second year and a few of those other guys uh, getting another year under their belt. And, you know, maybe they draft somebody to help them out defensively, maybe at linebacker. Um, but yeah, I feel like Lamar kind of ate up the Texans defense. Yeah, I would say that I had a little bit of a different perspective on this game, I guess. Um, I thought it was the offense's fault. They couldn't run the ball at all. Um, CJ Stroud, you know, he didn't throw a touchdown pass. You can't win a game like that. Um, But I thought this was a result of playing against the best defense in the league and also having one wide receiver, basically. It was pathetic seeing how many routes uh, Robert Woods ran this weekend. Um, so for me, it was the offense, and I think the defense was just on the field for so much fucking time that they had to give up points. Yeah, I guess that's a little bit of a fair assessment. Um, definitely did not get the run going. Nine attempts for 22 yards for Devin Singletary. Um Basically, you know, I'd count that as virtually nothing. Uh, He was involved a little bit through the passing game. I had 48. But, yeah, definitely a tough go. I would argue, like, in the first half, C.J. Stroud and Texans kept it a little bit close, and then it kind of just got away from them after that. But, uh, I don't know. Stuff. It was 10-10 at the half. And then the Texans didn't score anymore. And Baltimore seemed like they scored on every possession. Yeah, that first half, I thought it was anybody's ball game. Um, But what I did kind of take from this was just 
how good both of these defenses are because neither quarterback really had an answer until the second half when Lamar mm. just started running. Um, so I don't know. I I thought, you know, good for Lamar. He's finally there in the AFC championship game with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And good for CJ Stroud for making it this far. Yeah, 100%. Um, you think Baltimore is the best team in the league right now? I think they're the best, like, in terms of all three phases working off of each other. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that they have the most talent in the league. I would say San Francisco does. But... They have a big hole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just think the Ravens are really good. Um, and they just, Lamar can throw for, what did he throw for? 152, and it doesn't matter. They still scored at 34 points. Like, that's that's team football. Um, so, yeah, I think Baltimore could definitely take the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, feels like they're very well-rounded. And... Definitely agree with you in there. You know, three phases of the game. Um, anybody that you want to talk about from, you know, dynasty perspective, anybody you see trending up, trending down? Um, How do you feel about Zay Flowers? Not amazing. But, you know, he had like over 25% of his team's receiving yards. It's not like he was kind of phased out. He had the most targets on the team, uh, most receptions on the team, and most receiving yards on the team. Just Lamar only threw the ball 22 times, only completed 16 passes. Um, So Zay was a little bit limited by that. Um, I don't know. He does his upside is capped, I guess, by Lamar going forward. What's that's kind of what I'm that? getting at. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at here. Is you know, I don't think he's like ever gonna be a you know top seven guy, but you know, I thought that he showed that he had a lot of skill at least when he caught a few of those passes with some quick moves. Um, but otherwise, yeah, Zay Flowers was. Not too impressive to me um, all season, really, even though he had some good games. But it kind of just feels like the garbage volume we've been talking about with some of these guys where it's like they have nobody else to throw to. Yeah. Um, he was pretty involved back when Mark Andrews was you know, still in and has stayed involved, even though Isaiah Likely is kind of a dog. So I don't totally agree that it's just garbage volume um but yeah he's, he's not gonna be i don't think ever a top seven guy uh i think he could maybe peak at top 12 i know lamar jackson has supported uh top 12 receiver before in hollywood brown um and it could happen again really depending on what we see with mark andrews and how involved he is uh but i think you know, top 18 is a fair bet uh, for next year. I think he's going to improve on this year. Yeah, I, w- I would think so too. It just, it seems like if they brought in like another wide receiver, his value would 
definitely take quite a big hit. Yeah, they have a couple guys. I don't see them bringing a new one, though. Um, I think, you know, between OBJ, if he sticks around, uh, Rashad Bateman, and a couple of those other guys, uh, he may be in a kind of a safe spot. I think Nelson Aguilar has a decent-sized contract, too. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But story here is Lamar Jackson just wins football games. Yes, sir. You want to jump over on to the next game? Because I don't. <laughs> so I'll lead this one this week. Um, Niners won 24-21 against the Green Bay Packers, who you said had a chance, and clearly they did. Um, and you said that they overachieved this year. They did. They only lost to the team that's probably going to go to the Super Bowl by three points. So good season. Yeah, man. Um, Anders, Anders, Anders killed us. Um, you know, Aaron Jones had that great run and we still lost the game. It just felt like that fourth quarter, you know, after that 53 yard run was going to go really our way. Uh, Romeo Dubs comes out and has another great game with 83 yards on four receptions. Um, Jaden Reed got involved. You know, Bo Melton even had a touchdown there for 19 yards. Uh, just Jordan Love was spreading the ball all over, um, not taking any huge risks, and had a pretty solid game. I kind of don't count that second interception. And Brock Purdy... Um, I sent out a kind of a troll tweet on during the game, um, just checking in. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I couldn't tell. I think I thought it was obvious because I referenced Madden. Um, <laughs> but let me go back and see what I said. You said uh, so. get picked in Madden a hundred times out of a hundred. Just example. Just another example of why Brock Purdy is a bottom ten QB in the NFL. Uh, and that was Purdy to Kittle for that touchdown. Um, I was a little bit raging over Brock Purdy because he was throwing interceptions that just weren't caught by the defense. Um, he still ended up with 252 yards of a touchdown. But, and I, I guess just looking at the stats here, it looks like he had a decent game, but it did not feel like he had a decent game. He could not figure out the rain. He's taking his glove off, putting his glove back on. Um but yeah, if if any of those interceptions had been caught, uh, I think we'd be talking about a very different result and a very different season for the Packers. Oh yeah. Um, Kittle really steps up in these games, and then we also saw uh, Jennings, John Jennings, step up. Um, he every time the ball was going to him, I was kind of freaking out. That was. He was a real menace. Uh, and then Ayuk and Debo. I mean, Debo was hurt, but Ayuk kind of just disappeared this game. He had six targets and 32 yards. Um, but, you know, as always, Christian McCaffrey rips off. That 39-yard touchdown was pretty insane. Um, but, I don't know, it hurts. And at the same time, their rookie kicker missed a field goal too. So, it really, you're playing with an even field there from a kicking perspective. Um it's just a tough loss for sure. I think maybe that last drive a little bit too aggressive by Jordan Love. Yes, but you know, fuck it, right? Like 
what is he supposed to do like you gotta you gotta try to make something happen um i was pretty impressed with jordan love down the stretch of the season um i kind of mentioned probably a couple weeks ago how he looked like aaron Rodgers throwing off of his back foot in a preseason game and i feel like we just keep seeing more of it um Mm -hmm. He looks really good, and you guys are definitely going to be competing again very, very quickly. Um, you guys obviously have some holes that need to be filled, but the defense is young. The defense is fast. It looks good. Um, you probably just need to – well, you got Aaron Jones for probably, what, one more good season? I think we could maybe keep him around for two. I don't think his usage has been crazy high throughout his career so there's a chance that he might be able to stay for two yeah and i think but, you yeah, shore then i think you shore up that offensive way. line too yeah then but you're you know youngest team youngest team in the nfl uh made it to the divisional round and lost yeah. by three to the one seed it's a good luck <laughs> it's not too bad and i think jordan love kind of carried this team for parts of the season. Um, I'm excited to see what he can bring going forward. Yeah. Um, what'd you think about the young guys, uh, at wide receiver in this game? I mean, everybody was great except Christian Watson and I guess Dontavian Wicks, but Christian Watson has become like the wide receiver four on his own team. And that's, not great for him. Um, I think he has the most draft stock in him, and he's been. I think he's going to go see a specialist about his hamstring, see if that reoccurring issue gets resolved. But you know, that's a common thing um, that can limit a player's availability. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, he definitely needs to figure that out because his stock and his career really will take a huge hit if he can't stay on the field next season um kind of like a will fuller type player it seems like um yeah people are saying yeah otherwise i think san francisco's um defense is obviously right up there with the ravens but which linebacking slash defensive line core do you think is better? It's tough. Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens because I I don't think Jordan Love is as good as CJ Stroud. And the Ravens were able to limit them a lot more than the 49ers were able to limit the Packers. Um, we've kind of seen that all season. Some great teams come in and play the Ravens and the Ravens stop them. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the math is math in there. Um, <laughs> but I was watching this game on Saturday and I remember Jadavian Clowney made a tackle and I was like, what the fuck? They have J- Jadavian Clowney too. Like <laughs> they just have this <laughs> other guy who's like not even a starter. No, he is. He's actually had a really good year, but, um, they have that guy away too. And then queen and Roquan Smith. That's just Roquan's insane. And then uh Hamilton is basically a linebacker. Dude's huge. And didn't uh, Humphrey not play? 
I think I he's going to be back next week. I don't think Humphrey played, and I think he's coming back next week. Marlon Humphrey. Crazy. So, so I mean, nasty. he's one of the best, yeah, in the league. Yeah, that's just nasty. Well, uh, I think we're going to get a... This is crazy. Yeah, we're, I think we're going to get a low-scoring Super Bowl. I wonder if you could bet the under on it now. <laughs> <laughs> I think... We'll make our Super Bowl predictions after this, uh, or maybe after the betting episode. Um, yeah. But we only Shout. have a couple games left, man. Yeah. Um, so we had Detroit in Tampa Bay. Detroit won 31-23. to um, I think we kind of saw that they were going to win, but Baker and Tampa Bay might have a good day on offense. Um the Bucks weren't bad on offense, but obviously could have had a little more. Their defense wasn't very good, and that was kind of the story. Um, How did you feel about uh, Baker throwing for 350 and three touchdowns or Goff 287 and two touchdowns? Two pretty solid lines outside of Baker's two interceptions. Yeah, I think one thing to keep an eye on and even though Goff had more, you know, attempts, is the Lions definitely established the run a little bit more. And I think that's kind of what helped them, you know, win this one. And their running backs are just better, even though Rashad White is pretty good. Um, but, you know, Mike Evans putting up 147 and a touchdown is pretty crazy. He's one of the most consistent wide receivers in the league, and he's super good. Um, then Kate Otten had a game too, 65 yards on five receptions, a touchdown. Um, do you potentially see Kate Otten being more involved next year? Maybe a top 12 tight end. I know he's had some breakouts this year, but what do you think? Um, I don't really see him moving to be honest. Um, I think he's just a solid tight end. I don't think that there's anything super special about him. I guess that's fair. Um, I like him, but he is pretty average. Yeah. With the right I quarterback, I don't know. And I mean, they're probably going to roll back Baker, but with a pass-happy offense, I think he could be in a good spot. Yeah. I mean, touchdown, probably touchdown reliable. Like, not going to be a 100-yard guy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Mike well, Evans had a huge game. Yeah, I mentioned that. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, then he, Rashi- Chris Godwin's Rashi- like completely phased out. Yeah, why? I don't know. I think he might get traded. I think he probably will. To the Patriots. You think so? That would honestly make a lot of sense. You think so? I was, uh, yeah, I was turning down the volume on my mic. Um, yeah, Chris Godwin, the Patriot, I could totally see how it goes. But as we talked about Rashad White, um, you were talking about him in comparison to the Lions running backs. I think both of the Lions running backs are better than Rashad White. Um, I think Rashad White's, as we said, a volume, <laughs> garbage volume guy. Um, 
He did average six point one per carry. I mean, Dave Montgomery. That's where the I have the question. I mean, obviously Jameer Gibbs is better though. Yeah. Um, the only reason I say this is they they said that Rashad White had the second most usage in the NFL this year amongst running backs. Number one is McCaffrey. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. So that's just so much volume. Never would have seen that coming this year. No. And then all of a sudden they lean to Baker in the playoff game. That doesn't seem to make sense. No, but I think they knew that they had to come out firing. Their defense wasn't good enough to slow down this offense, uh, the Lions offense. And I don't think their rushing attack was enough to beat them alone. Baker's not necessarily someone you re- want to rely on, but he kind of had to kind of got the job done. I think I realized over this weekend why Baker works out in Tampa Bay. And I think it's because Todd Bowles is such a conservative play caller that Baker goes out there as a guy who's ready to just sling it. And I think it kind of just evens out into like safe, but solid quarterback play. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because we saw Tom Brady. One of the best fits then. Yeah, because we saw Tom Brady, who always had aggressive play calling, and he played very conservatively as a quarterback. As soon as he went there, he like seemed like with Todd Bowles, he couldn't get anything going. Yeah, um, I think Brady was kind of washed that year, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think this was a good game overall. Um, you know, anywhere, anybody from the Lions you want to talk about? We've talked about kind of everybody else. Um, Jameson had a little more involvement this week. Yeah, he did. I mean, it's not anything crazy, but, I mean, he had a 24-yard catch. Like, that's progress. <laughs> Definitely. I think... Uh, you know, maybe he gets one more game like this and he ends the season on a high note. Um, good to see him getting involved. And then Gibbs yeah. added 40 as well uh, through the air. And Sam Laporta. Yeah. Gibbs is just good, man. Yeah, and Laporta, obviously, another volume guy, but is actually really good. Um, yeah, that guy is one number one next year. Has to be. Yeah, I think the only argument that you could make is Trey McBride. And I would say you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I think, you know, I think just Laporta, for the sake of an argument, uh, I'm betting Trey McBride is a, tight, is a finishing higher than Sam Laporta next year, tight end. Okay, I'll take that. What do you want to bet on it? I don't know. What do you want to say? Huh? (laughs) Said tattoo bet? Hell no, dog. (laughs) Yeah, you you have to get a fucking um, Trey McBride tattoo on your ass. (laughs) No, I'd get Laporta. That'd be kind of way cooler. Well, yeah, but you picked McBride, so you get a ride with him your whole life. Oh. All right, well, we'll figure it out. (laughs) 
You have to go uh, join a professional pickleball league for a month. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I get smoked. <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise, yeah. Um, Josh Reynolds was a guy we had in DFS as a cheap play. Not too hot, but like touchdown. touchdown. Sure, ten points. I got um, killed in DFS this week. Murdered. Yeah, I did too. Bad week. I mean, playoff DFS is a different animal. Shit's impossible. You really have to just spend the money on the big guys in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I That's mean, all I had, there is to it. I had the Baker Mike Evans stack and George Kittle and Isaiah Likely and Isaiah Pacheco, and I still didn't win any money. That's crazy. Yeah, because I had Rasheed Rice, Odell, and 49ers D. Fucked me. Whatever. Okay, well, the um, rest of your lineup sucks. But anyways. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> big guys, though, huh? I guess so. I actually, uh, uh, I hit a parlay on this game. Yeah, what'd you get? Pulling it up. I had, um, I had Lions money line. I had a Monroe touchdown. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Amon Ra touchdown. Amon Ra over 70 yards, which barely hit. Jared Goff over. Right? Yeah. Jared Goff over 200. Um, Goff over one and a half touchdowns. Mike Evans touchdown and over 41 and a half. Yeah, that crushed. What were the odds on that? Plus 650. And did you share that with our listeners on Friday? Nope. <laughs> well guys that's what you're here for <laughs> just to hear that Sorry. we won the bets yeah the bets that we don't mention here we always win those ones I will say that I placed this bet without really thinking about it so <laughs> interpret that as you will um should we go to the final game of the night? Yeah, let's do it, man. The Chiefs and the Bills. We were excited for this one, and it definitely lived up to our expectations. Um, Kansas City with a big win, 27-24 to over Buffalo. Um, I thought the story of this game was just efficient football for Kansas City. Um, not doing anything to shoot themselves in the foot. And, mm. you know, Mahomes, Pacheco, Kelsey... Your three biggest guys were just solid. Rasheed Rice didn't have to be the guy this game, which is kind of like, thank God for that offense or for that team. Um, So I thought that this was just kind of, you know, everything that we expect from Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Um, I felt bad a little bit for Josh Allen. Um, Obviously could have done more with 39 passing attempts, but, you know, still played his ass off. Yeah, he did. Um, I think this is just another example of why Mahomes is kind of built for that playoff football scenario. Um, Miko Hardman had two fumbles, both of them lost, and Mahomes <laughs> was still able to get this one done. Uh, just a way more efficient passer this game, and 
you know, didn't rely on his legs the same way that Allen did. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing for Allen, but that does make him a little more injury prone. You know, it's good for the fantasy points though. So, uh, but you know, Travis Kelsey showed up Rashi Rice kind of still played his part. Um, Valdez Scantling had a 31 yard, uh, reception and, or a 32 and a 30 yard reception. Um, so just all around great play from the chiefs here. Yeah, they deserve to win this game, in my opinion. Um, I mean, they came into the a road game and Mahomes got a win, and now we can stop using that as an excuse for why he's not actually good or whatever. Um, but Mahomes, honestly, like, if he wins it this year, then it's going to be an interesting conversation that we're going to be having in the offseason. Oh, I am... Fully on board the Mahomes train. I'm uh, I'm a Chiefs fan for the rest of the season. That's gross. Yeah, because I hate Brady so much, and I think Mahomes deserves to be the GOAT. Yet you were telling me before this about this jersey you have that yeah. you plan on putting behind your chair. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Give me a Mahomes jersey of the same, you know, thing and i'd probably take that every time you want to okay i'll get one and we'll trade you'll get me a signed my home jersey yeah all right let's do it <laughs> you're I crazy um yeah i mean dog and cade good That's as always kind of a touchdown dependent play though Fantasy going forward yes um I think kind of in a similar way to um, Laporta, like a lot of talent, but like he's mm-hmm. going to have some games where he gets a hundred, going to have some games where he gets a touchdown. Um, the upside is definitely there in my mind. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's your vibe on digs? So this Saying is the big thing I wanted to, year. Yeah, this is the big thing I wanted to talk about with this week. Um, Because obviously he dropped a couple passes in this game. And honestly, Khalil Shakir looks pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, I saw some tweets out there from like the Dynasty community that whoever the Bills end up drafting could be, you know, top... 18 wide receiver next year. Um, assuming they draft somebody. Yeah, they're going to let Gabe Davis walk. Yeah, Gabe Davis sucks. He looks like a chicken with his head cut off when he's running for a ball. <laughs> looks like right now, Brian Thomas Jr. is slated to go to Buffalo. And I know that these things changed and all that. But for me... That would Solid. put him right behind Marvin Harrison Jr. and Malik Neighbors. Yes, I would agree with that. The redhead of the Um Yeah, I would agree with that, hundred percent. That's a whoever lands in Buffalo. You got to assume they're taking a pass catcher. Twenty-eight. They don't really have their defense is good. Rest of okay. good. Yeah. When their defense doesn't get turnovers, it stinks, which I guess is like 
okay, you need turnovers to have a good defense. I get that. But look at some of these other teams. Like, look at some of these other teams, though, that just consistently week in and week out just, like, don't give up points. Like, like the Jets, for example. I mean, I think they they could use some improvement, but are they going to get that from the draft? Or are they going to be one of those teams where people go to them and want to win the Super Bowl? Well, yes, but also this is where we start having that conversation about their window. Yeah, window's closing. Josh Allen's got a lot of money written to him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got a young tight end, thank God, and you got something. James Cook looks solid, but you're probably realistically never going to pay him. Um, Stephon no. Diggs is getting old, um, but he's still a good receiver, I think. Just if he's going to be your number one guy right now, I think that might be a problem. Yeah, I think they got to pick somebody else up. Um, but yeah, their window's closing, and that's going to be tough for them. Josh Allen's like as close as we've come to a video game quarterback. So there's no reason that He's he shouldn't so be able to, to put watch. up. Yeah, there's no reason he shouldn't be able to put up 31 to 35 points in this football game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. It just feels like fundamentally. Mahomes is going to beat him almost every time. I think there's a conversation to be had, though, about Burrow. Isn't Burrow something like 5-1 and one against these teams in the playoffs or something? Or maybe just in general? I know he beats up on the Chiefs. I think he beats up on the Bills, too. That's a random one I, that I haven't thought of. That's crazy. That's another team, you know, window closing. Yeah. Yeah. What are they gonna do with T? Not as fast. I think they franchise tag T. I think that would make sense. Yeah. But I don't know. Um a lot of questions for Buffalo. I think most of them are just gonna be keep it going next year, roll it back. Um I don't see them making any massive changes besides you know, maybe adding a defensive player here or there to free agency and then drafting either defensively or wide receiver. And then maybe yeah. moving on from Diggs. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what they do. I think they definitely need to make some moves because they're close, but they're not there yet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you got anything else you want to go over before we call it? I have one last question for you. Go for what it. Did, what did you think about the uh, fake punt? I'm trying to think about it. Was think that... faster. Um, it was tough. I mean, you'd expect them to get that, but. I was like, what fake punt? And then I realized it was the DeMar Hamlin fake punt. Like, yeah. It kind of felt like a dream to think about. <laughs> Imagine he like rips off you, a touchdown and gets comeback doing? player of the year. I don't I don't love the fake punt. Um, what was the spot of the fake punt? Let's see. 
I'm checking right now, I guess. 30, their own 30. And how much time was left? It's like tough what? to remember these things. Yeah, they, they should have just gone for it, dude. I don't know why they would do that. Um, yeah, that was that was weird. But yeah, they were at their I own feel thirty. Like that decision twelve and a half in the fourth could get. Um, I just had his name in my head. Now I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Bilber fired. Why? Not Bilber. You know, yeah, I was like, about. what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dermot. Um, oh, he, yeah, he looks like the same fucking guy. Yeah, he looks like Bill Blair. Um, that was questionable coaching. That was Mike McCarthy-esque. And, you know, maybe Belichick is a landing spot. <laughs> it's tough. They you know, wide right again, dude. Jesus Christ. This game for me just feels like a dream, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, they all kind of blurred together at this point, but what I bet you, you these. Do? I bet you these two okay. teams will meet in the AFC Championship next year. I think the Bengals are going. Actually, no. Texans. Maybe. AFC is so nasty. AFC is sick. NFC sucks. Yeah. Whoever comes out the AFC is winning this thing. Packers are like the third best team in the NFC now. (laughs) And I I don't know how. And they barely made the playoffs this year. (laughs) They barely made the playoffs. It's crazy. Shit is crazy. Got anything else you want to go over? Uh, I think we hit it all, man. Sweet. Well, appreciate everybody for joining us. Um, a little bit of a shorter episode today, and they probably will continue to get shorter until we, you know, end the season and, and move on to our next ventures. Um, but appreciate everybody for tuning in.